Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Happy Monday, and welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. As always. <laughs> As always. You know, I said, I said that once and I'm conscious not to say it again because it sounded like, and as always, I'm here with Karen. When I don't mean it, I mean it like, as always, I'm so lucky to be here Yes, with Karen. yes, yes. And that's, that's the feeling that I have too, you know. We're doing this together and it really yes. is so wonderful, so wonderful. It, it really yes. is. Now, um, now, Karen, you've got a great question for us today. I'm going to hand right over to you. Yes. The question is, what is the gift in impatience? This is a good one. This is a good one. And you know that it, it came through me yesterday because I was dealing with impatience. I was dealing with me being impatient. Um, which is is not a divine quality. It, it's an op- to, opportunity to see that there is some contrast in my life. And I want to say this about, uh, even though I don't know a lot about all this, these retrogrades that are happening, um, I, I don't know if I believe that there, that those things absolutely happen, but I do know that there's information there. So if someone told me yesterday that I'm an empath and I'm feeling all of this, well, whether I am or not, this word impatience has come up and it has allowed me to do the work that I need to do in order to move forward. So that's a long, that's just a little bit of what I want to say right now. What say you? Well, I'm excited to explore impatience in general because I have always been a, uh, <laughs> um, what some might say, an impatient person. When I was a kid, I was diagnosed as hyperactive. So I've always had like the impatient gene if there was such thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I, it's really marries well with my spiritual practice because I have had to learn more so than others, I feel, the beauty in waiting, the beauty of not getting what you want as and when you want it. Mm -hmm. So the gift of impatience, I feel, is um, it's a more obvious call into peace. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's definitely how it's been for me because I've always wanted what I want when I want it. And most often, you know, you can't tell me anything at the time, but there's so many experiences I look back on that I'm so thankful I didn't get what I wanted. Yes. And, and yeah, and through having such an obvious impatience level, I, you know, it's, it's the universe got to hold that mirror into my face where I got to really practice the opposite of impatience, mm-hmm. which was patience, um, you know, allowing, trusting, Yes, so, yes. So yeah, that's really been my gift with with it. So peace, be still, and know that God is in the midst of you. I yeah. think that's how that goes, uh, and that reminds me when I 
get to, when I'm experiencing impatience, that's what was happening yesterday, I get to slow down. Yeah. I get to trust. I get to be reminded that that which I want, that for which I am impatient about, I'm not ready to receive it yet. There's more yes. work for me to do. That there's uh, there are other ways in which I need to grow and expand. Um, it's deep, isn't it? It really is. Oh, God, this is just so great to think back over the past 10 years. I started doing this as, as a job working in the world of spirituality and self-help 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. I know there's so many things I wanted to happen early on, you know, book deals with certain publishers and opportunities, etc. And it really is. I mean, I just love what you said about being ready to receive it. I was scrolling through old photos recently and I saw this one I wrote. It's so funny you're saying that because I, I saw this note I wrote to myself and it said like, dear universe, I'm ready. And I just kind of laughed to myself as, as I was, I was laughing to myself because I remember when that picture was took and I thought, oh no, you weren't. <laughs> you were not ready. So I do think the Think about the thing you want and how you are impatient in receiving that, but know that it's what work do you get to do so receiving yes. that is easy. Yes, 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 that, yes. That's a huge, uh, that's a huge kind of comfort tool you, you can carry around with you to know that nothing is being withheld from you Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is for your highest good. And I think that's a huge frustration that I felt in my life. It's like, if only this thing would come in, I'd get to achieve my highest good. No, if something's for your highest good, it will come. But if the highest good is to grow and learn through the wanting and not receiving of this thing, then so be it. Yes, yes. And, you know, I went through a process yesterday. I... One of the things that I've become very aware of is that when I am moving through something, it's an opportunity for me to give. So I spent a couple of hours at the uh, on the prayer ministry call line. That's mm-hmm. something that I get to do as a practitioner. So I served. I wanted to pray for myself as I'm praying for individuals. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I also... Um, felt the stuff that was coming up. That's really important. We talk about that all the time. I took, I went through a process and I emptied out these emotions that were coming up. Things like uh, unworthiness, uh, that I wasn't confident, things like that. And, and I cried and I, I prayed and I cried and I prayed. And then I went through the life visioning process, uh, which really helped me out because one of the questions is, what is my highest good that is, what is, what is God's big idea of itself as me? That's yeah. re-languaged for, for my languaging. Um, it's not, it may not be a, it may be a question that Reverend Michael will, will ask, but that's my languaging. What is God's big idea of itself as me? Um, and then I went, after I finished that process, I went back to prayer. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sitting in the muck and the mire of the impatience because I knew that there was 
an opportunity for me to get out of the way so that I could continue to move forward in my life. So if we think about the question, the the gift of impatience, I'm feeling like impatience itself. I just want to explore in my own mind the gifts of impatience beyond what it brings you to, like in and of itself. Well, do you want to know what? I'm just thinking it actually is, you know, I'm sure it's very similar to the feeling of excitement. You're impatient. You're impatient because there's something that, you know, is, is coming or is possible to be coming that you're really excited about. So it's really nice to think I can flip it on my head and instead of saying impatient, I can say excited. Yes. And that's one of the, remember Michael talks about uh, living in the future vibration. Mm -hmm. So when we are in joyful excitement, about what is happening, impatient goes away. Yeah. And I, and I love that. So that's one of the practices, to get excited about something that is wonderful that is happening in our lives. Um, we also get to begin to describe, think about this world that we want to live in, in this joyful excitement. So we get to describe our our future self and we get to describe it as love and peace and creativity and and abundance. We get to announce it to ourselves. So instead of being in this, this, Oh, this lower vibration Mm -hmm. of patience, we really do get to be excited about what is birthing itself. So that excitement, we get to live in it. I love that, Sean. Yeah, and I've pulled up the two definitions just whilst we're on this call here. So impatience um, the, so impatience is obviously the wanting of something with irritability and restlessness. <laughs> but excitement is the same thing, but it's the words enthusiasm and yes. eagerness. So yes. you get to, you know, you get to flip it on its head by saying, Well, am I restless and irritable or am I enthusiastic and eager? And so often, because, listen, I trust that a lot of people's hearts are good. (laughs) And I'm sure if you actually think about that thing you're impatient for, it more so comes down to enthusiasm and eagerness than it does irritability and restlessness. Right, right. And, you know, I was listening to an Abraham Hicks podcast, and what she said is that we don't look at the absence of something, we we begin to feel into the positive progression of our lives towards something. So again, that word creativity comes in. John used to talk about, um, if you can imagine, image a, a donut. Most people, he said, are looking at the hole in the donut and don't see all the wonderful, fried, flavorful, sugary substance that is there. So that's also an example of being in the the magnificence of an excitement, the joy of what's going to happen, what's happening right now, what am I creating? That creativity does not happen when we are impatient. That's the gift 
We get to be reminded of things to do when we become impatient because it happens. Yeah. And hearing that analogy of the donut reminds me of, because I, I did some great experiments with minimalism this summer. And I love it, and it really has put me in a... <laughs> I, I really still stand by a lot of its principles. But I do recall one very clear thing in the reading or listening I did. Um, it, it said, you know, you'll never be able to... There'll always be something more you want. You know what I mean? You'll all, mm-hmm. There'll always be that extra something. So to think about the donut and the hole analogy, uh, you keep thinking this thing I'm impatient for is going to fill that hole, but it's not. The donut grows and there's another hole and there's another hole and there's another hole. So with impatience, once again, having huge compassion for you, yourself, your life, just, you know, give yourself a huge kind of hug and say, you know, this is something else you want and well done for everything you've already you've yes. already achieved. Because you know, don't be like because you're going to be hard on yourself till the day you'll till the day you die if you're constantly trying to fill that donut hole. I love this analogy. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna think about that for a while. I, it's it's really a great analogy. It really mm-hmm. is um, because we're not operating in the absence of something. We're operating in in the now of something. In the now. And that's one of the things that also came to me. I was talking to a friend and he was saying that all he does is to live for today. He lives in this without any expectations. He lives in in the day. And then I'm thinking, huh, I, I teach live in the now moment. And um, I'm not I forget sometimes. I forget that um, that I'm not yeah. because I've gotten so to be I've gotten so accustomed to saying okay I'm I'm living in this now moment I'm enjoying this now moment so that's a, the other thing that came up for me is to really practice being in this now moment and recalibrating those these words um, there's life here. I'm living life out loud right now. I'm enjoying it. I'm excited, excited about it. There's peace right where I am. There's unconditional love that is happening. I'm feeling vital and alive and, and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. And, you know, we both have a spiritual practice and I know so many people watching have a spiritual practice and, so much of what we read, learn, you know, digest from our great spiritual teachers, it mm-hmm. does always bring it back to now and how now is a good place to be. Yes. And, you know, wh- whether it's saying that enlightenment is now or let go of your worries and live in the now, there's, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways it's phrased, but I'm pretty sure all the time, if not, so we'll say 99%, it's a teaching that says, come back to now because now is a now is not a bad place to be. And right. It's it's yeah. the only place to be. It's the only place to be. Yes. And if yes. and if you are in impatience, which means that you are irritable and eager for something that is not now to be now, then I mean that's <laughs> that goes against what what I believe so many people fundamentally feel spiritually so it's a great yeah it's just it's so interesting to say I'm, I'm experiencing impatience and 
I could choose, <laughs> I could choose to fall into this wonderful now moment and yes. bring it. Yeah. And, it oh, and, and once again, I'm, and listen, I'm going to feel impatience a couple thousand times before I die, if not a couple hundred thousand times before I die. Right. And I, lo- and I love that after this conversation, as I, I hope that when I do feel it, I'll see it as a much more um, invitation to invitation to now and knowing that you know this concept of god's spirit is good then impatience has to be a gift because mm-hmm. it's an invitation to to go back to that so yes um, yes yeah it, it really is and it's an invitation to get excited it's an inf- invitation to think about the infinite possibilities mm-hmm. of what wants to express through us it's uh, an invitation to be joyful. Um, can you imagine, because um, I'm thinking about this, I feel impatient in this moment, and then I get to take a breath, and then I get to smile. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I get to be grateful for, um, for moving forward. I get to be grateful for um, the fullness of my life. So it brings us back to this now moment. And so impatience can be a, I don't know if this is the right word, but I'll, I'll, I'll say this word. It's an invitation. Yeah. So we, we feel the impatience in our body temple, and then we get to take a breath and move into gratitude, move into joy, move into creativity. It'll, it, it's a gift because it reminds us that there is so much more to life and we want to create life that way. Yeah. And also I know we, we speak a lot about <laughs> there's nothing the world can offer us. There's nothing we want in the world. <laughs> it's, not, it's not how we always feel, but it's a conversation we often have. And I think impatience is once again, it's a, it's a great visceral feeling and reminder that you're chasing something in the world. And that's not bad, but yes. it's, good, it's good to know. Yes, yes. Yeah. So to move into, you know, oftentimes I work with clients and they talk about God's time (laughs) Mm -hmm. and as if it's a divine quality and uh, so uh, but this is what Reverend Michael says I break free from time and space and step into eternity I bring eternity into time I bring the vastness of the universe I bring um, all that is meant to be all that is into this now moment. And when we say that, uh, we cannot help but pull ourselves out of the world and remind ourselves of the creativity, of the joy that is, that is wanting to burst in and through and as our lives. I, I just, it's an exciting thing for me as I have allowed um, impatience to recalibrate itself. So that's why yesterday I allowed myself to move through all that. And it took me an hour to do it. I, I was in the prayer ministry and I think, no, I did it before the prayer ministry. Thank God I did it before the prayer ministry so that when I was able to serve, I was able to do it with so much joy and availability. My heart was really open, 
That's the importance of us doing this work. We say this all the time. We do this individually and collectively. So that which I moved through was not just for me. It was for everything and everybody. Yeah, and I know even ever since you um, told me that we were going to explore this topic of impatience today, I was reminded of a quote from A Course in Miracles, which I love and I haven't thought about in a while. But the quote is, those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. Yes. And it's like, well, you know, it's a chance to really lean into your spiritual belief, your spiritual practice and say, well, do I believe that only good can come from this? Do I believe that, do I believe that in whatever I call God is either going to bring it to me now or at a better time? And so therefore I get to be certain of the outcome and therefore I can wait if waiting be the highest good. Yes, yes. Because the outcome is always for us. It's yeah. always good. And when we become patient, when we let go and allow this presence to fully express through each of us, you know, I say this all the time, we say this all the time, something beyond our wildest dreams unfolds. Yeah. That's the benefit of this gift of impatience, to be uh, patient to be in a vibrational match with the allness of good. Yeah, and that's why so often uh, the phrase, this or something better. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to start saying now or sometime better. Because time, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you really, yeah, you, yeah. This this is so interesting because you really don't want to be anxiously hung up on on time and like minutes and hours and days because so often you know I'm sure everybody can look back at the last few years or the last 10 years and think oh my god like you know my life's completely different I'm a completely different person Um, so that breadth of time can really change everything but so often we want to change it in a month (laughs) that's right and I feel like spirit is like, you've got to give me some room to work here. Yes, that's so. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost like 30 days is all human beings can focus on. Okay, I meditated, I prayed for, for 30 days, and I still don't have what I, uh, what I really desire. That is um, so know. true. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the idea is, is that we already have what we need. I just I want to read this. I am not making anything happen. I'm removing the doubt. Reverend Michael Bernard Beckman. Mm -hmm. So if we know that we already have everything that we need, we get to get out of the way. We remove the doubt and let it happen. Yeah, I love that. I'm just just removing the doubt. (laughs) And I I love what you were saying about how 30 days is our capacity. Because we see, you know, we see books and we see great books, which are, you know, a 40-day plan or something like that. And and it's great, but maybe they should all say a 40-day start. Oh, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Because really... No expectations here. No expectations. Yeah, as human beings, we expect things. And when the things that we expect in the timeline that we expected don't happen, then we give up. (laughs) 
And so when we release those things and we let spirit have its way, oh my gosh, we really are moving into the realm of infinite yeah. possibilities. Yes. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. And I knew that so much would, so much good would come up from us having this conversation. And I welcome, I welcome in the gift of impatience this week. That, that's what yes. I'm going to say. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.